Ladies and gentlemen, this is Adam Colbebe, only three-time Ring of Honor World Champion, the longest reigning Pro Wrestling Guerrilla World Champion, and I'm telling you right here, right now, to listen to Wrestling Heads Radio. You're looking real jack, baby. I'm the champ that runs the camp. This is my yard now. The face of America. Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. Delete! 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 We're going to show uh, the Hardy Boys if we were wrestling back in the Attitude Era, they would be our jobbers. Buster in life! WH Radio. We got Nate. What up, Nate? What's up, man? I watched man. way too uh, much wrestling to, this weekend. I'm not even done, bro. <laughs> so, like, I'm not, I'm even not done either, but like, I got some stuff to catch up on still, but like, I'm, I think I'm up to like 29 hours right now. That includes bro. WrestleMania and NXT, and like, I watched three shows on Friday. Um, one show Saturday, or, no, three shows on Thursday, one show on Friday, TakeOver, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. The only thing I haven't seen, like, WWE-wise is 205 Live. I'll watch that tomorrow, and then whatever else. Same here. I'm about a crazy week. week. And, and it's funny because I wasn't planning I, on watching any of that. I was only planning on watching NXT and WrestleMania and Joey Janela's Spring Break, but I ended up watching a hell of a lot more. Yeah. I mean, so many things have happened over the week and weekend. Uh, I don't even know where to start, dog. Like, we could go from WWE talk to Independence talk. I'm, I've seen... All the WWN shows, except for Style Battles. Um, I didn't see the... I only saw Evolve 102, and then I I did not see the WWN Super Show. I saw the Super Show, too. Uh, I think maybe the Super Show might have been the best one. Uh, we, is, we, we all, I saw Joey Janela's Spring Break. I haven't seen Ring of Honor yet. Um, that's one that I didn't see either, and I'm not going to go back and watch. I don't think. But um, yeah, Matt. Uh, out of all the matches that you've seen, uh, including WWE, what's the best match you've seen? This whole that whole wrestling uh, experience. 
Well, the obvious choice would be Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. Um, but if I had to pick a second match, I'd say PCO versus Walter. The match was really, really good. Where me, myself, a lot of Will Ospreay matches were fired to me. I think Will Ospreay and Matt Riddle is one of my favorites. I... That must have happened on one or Wolves, because I only watched one Evolve show, so that must happen on one of the ones that I didn't see. Um, but yeah, I believe it. Matt Riddle was all over the place this weekend. I saw three of his matches, um, including um, I don't know if you watched Blood Sports, but uh, he faced yeah, Minoru Suzuki, and uh, yeah, match that. match wasn't great, but it was what it was. Um, of course, with those set hitting. of rules, you got. Yeah, with those set of rules, it's going to be a lot different, and you have to kind of accept it. But uh, I enjoyed it. Without a doubt. Uh, I say we go straight to the WWE. Like, that's, like, the main uh, reason why we had the weekend, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, starting up with NXT. Uh before we talk about the matches, overall, uh, your thoughts on the show? Overall, okay, I didn't see the show live. I watched it when I got home from work. Um, but overall, to me, there was only one weak match on the show, um, that being the women's match, Shayna versus Ember. I just, I don't know, something I just didn't like about it. Um, but I thought as a whole, that TakeOver was the best NXT TakeOver there's ever been. Um, I think you're every match to tell me that. I want to say I had a conversation uh, with um, Tom, and I think Tom said the same thing. Shout out to Tom, by the okay. way. He couldn't be on the show. Uh, Tom yeah, it felt was, that same way. It was a great show. Um, the, I'm waiting for, like, a takeover to happen where it's a total dud and it has never happened. And I don't think it ever will. Um, these takeovers always deliver. And even if the card, if you look at it on paper and you're like, eh, not really feeling it, it's still going to deliver in the ring. Like every single takeover I've ever seen, whether it be in the, the ones that were in full sale or the modern day ones that are in new Orleans that, in L.A., whatever, what have you, uh, they're always really, really good shows. But, oh, yeah. And to say this one is the best one is a high bar because there's been some pretty good takeovers. Right. So, we start off NXT TakeOver, New Orleans, uh, with the ladder match for the North American title with the competitors of none other than Adam Cole, Baby, Velveteen Dream, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, and the one and the only. What it called shit. What a fucking match to start off the event. Bodies hitting the floor everywhere. <coughs> Guys taking major bumps everywhere. Um, did I say EC3? I don't think I said EC3. EC3 too. I don't EC3 think you did, took a crazy was there. 
EC3 took a crazy bump. Um, Ricochet took some crazy bumps. Uh, everything was great. Keeling and Dane and Lars Sullivan did great in this match. A lot of people uh, sleep on those guys, but uh, I think both of those Lars guys Sullivan's did great. So is Killian Dane. So if people are sleeping uh, on them, they need to stop. I'm, I know people are definitely sleep, sleeping on Lars. Lars is definitely improving everybody, uh, showing people, like, look, if if a guy like Braun Strowman can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Easily. Velveteen Dream, my MVP in this match, without, without out of a doubt. <clears throat> I would agree with that. I... I'm still kind of sour that he lost, but um, I thought he had a great showing, and uh, he's in good hands, and he's only going to get better. Uh, I think the guy's great right now. And if Adam Cole didn't win, I was thinking that Velveteen was going to win, but I think I said that on my predictions, but he did a good job, and he's only going to get better and get more opportunities. I think right now, honestly, I think he's main roster ready. But at the same time, I'm selfish, and I don't want him to go up just yet. Talking about Velveteen, right? Yes. Um, I, I'm going to – I might throw out a spoiler later on, which we'll get to in a bit. But um, from the tapings, okay, I didn't – I haven't read those yet. I still need to, but – so Velveteen uh, didn't get the win, but Adam Cole is your new and first North American champion. Wins the fair square, no new era help, nothing. Uh, good for him. Uh, definitely a guy um, that, that I can see, you know, holding holding shit down. Yeah, um, he was great in this match, and. Uh... Like I said, it was if it wasn't going to be Velveteen Dream, it's Adam Cole might as well be it, and he'll be a great champion, and we'll see what he does. Um, I've always said that he, when he signed in NXT and when he showed up, he just wasn't doing much. Um, kind of on the back burner, it seemed, out of the three guys in the Undisputed Era. But now that he has a title, hopefully it brings him more to the forefront and people – will realize how great Adam Cole is. And I realize that because of the company he's in now, he can't do as much as he used to do on the independent scene. But um, you just kind of have to look past like he that. Does, does what he does. I don't know if it's me. Yeah, there's I a few things that he doesn't, doesn't do, but. It's only one move he doesn't do, and that's the Canadian Destroyer. That's the only the move I Panama don't City see him Destroyer. Do. Yeah, you're right, but it's just. I heard a lot of people complaining that, oh, he, there was something missing, but I think now that he's the North American champion, I think things are going to pick up and he's going to be more motivated to put on some good shows or good matches because that's what a lot of people were thinking or were saying was he doesn't seem to be motivated. Well, I think he is now because he did a great job in this ladder match. And I think he will do a great job in this title defense that's going forward. Without a doubt. Moving on to the next match at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Hold on a sec. Let me see if Lyle's on hold. Just making sure. 
He's not. Um, second match of the night. By the way, before we move on, I just want to say Ricochet did a hell of a job too uh, in the match too. Um, yeah, before on. we move on, I just want to say that uh, it shows a lot of faith in both Ricochet and EC3 that they just threw him out there and had him wrestle in this match. Um, so that, yeah, so did I. Um, so that's definitely a compliment to them, and they'll both be great additions to the NXT roster. NXT's roster, like, it might it gets gutted all the time because people get called up to the main roster, but uh, they always replenish the talent, and it's always great. Next match for the WWE NXT Women's, excuse me, NXT, NXT Women's Champion. Uh, yeah, the cha- uh, the challenger Shayna Baszler versus uh, Amber Moon. I thought this match was better than the first one for sure, without a doubt. Um, I didn't like this match just because I knew going into it without even well, without even knowing who was going to win. I kind of knew who was going to win. It was pretty obvious from the get go that Shayna was going to win. I didn't like the story of this match. Um, I thought it was very boring, very plotting. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it was fine. But, I don't know, something just was off about it. Shayna's still learning. I thought Ember did great, but Shayna needs to realize what she's doing. And we'll get to something later, but I thought a friend of hers did a way better job than Shayna has. Um, in we'll one get to match that later. And she had than she has in however long she's been in NXT right now. I can definitely agree with that. Um, but we have a new champ, Shayna Baszler, and I think her shoulder went out. Do you think that was a work, or do you think she really fucked her shit up? No, I think that was not a work. I think that was an accident because they wouldn't, I don't know. It's hard to tell because on the one hand, if it was a work, you'd think they wouldn't like they would have went went out of their way to show her popping in her shoulder. But I don't know. It's hard to tell. Um, I personally don't think it was a work. I think her shoulder legitimately became dislocated. And then she just, because it was an NXT women's championship match, did whatever she could to relocate it so she could continue the match. So props to her for if that was legit, um, for being able to do that, relocate her shoulder in the middle of the match and keep going. Yeah, definitely crazy. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's some B shit. And, she, and I never heard Shannon basically like scream like that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. And Emma Moon uh, hitting her finisher outside of the ring. Nuts. Yeah, they did. Match was a little under 13 minutes, and they did a lot of stuff within that 13 minutes. It's all about maximizing your time, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, 
girls did great. Uh, but moving on. For the NXT Tag Team Championships, you got the team of Arthur Zapain, Pete Dunne, and Roderick Strong, and the Undisputed Era. Match was cool. Everything was cool. Everything was fine and dandy. But then, out of nowhere, Roderick Strong attacks Pete Dunne and puts Kyle O'Reilly on top of Pete Dunne and one, two, three, and Roderick Strong officially finally joins the Undisputed Era Ring of Honor running NXT, huh? I did not see this coming. Like, I really didn't. Um, they told a great story with how they were trying to get Roderick into the group, and I didn't think he was having it, but I should have known better because WWE, well, NXT especially, likes to tell long-term stories. So they get to a point where they they train you to almost forget about certain things, and then it's like, bam, and then they pull it all together, and you're like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming, because I did not see Roderick Strong doing that. I should have saw it coming from a mile away. I just didn't. Um, maybe it was because I was going into the match because it was really, really good, but that caught me by surprise, and I'm really happy. Uh, that was... A swerve that uh, was well welcomed. Without a doubt. Uh, so I'm definitely digging it. I'm digging what I'm seeing. Hill Roddy. And Roddy Strong plays a great hill. If you watch PWG, he played such a great hill. Uh, leader of Mount Rushmore in, in uh, PWG. Uh, my for are two at that. Moving on from that match to the next match. For the NXT Championship, Alistair Black versus Ian Almas, the champ. I don't care what anybody <clears throat> says, this is my favorite match tonight. My favorite match of NXT TakeOver. Ian Almas is such a fucking beast. The guy's great. He's fucking main roster ready. Aleister Black is amazing. These both, I think these is their first match too, and they matched very well together. Definitely love the match. Uh, no complaints here from top to bottom. It was great. But we have a new NXT champion and still undefeated, Aleister Black. I think you're right. Um, I don't really have much to say about this match. Um, it was great. But what I really want to say is that finish that they did was amazing because Lena jumped off the top rope and got caught by Andrade and then Andrade got kicked in the face. I thought that was really, really well done. Um, You couldn't have timed that any better than they did. And it was just lights out and new champion and great, great match. And that finish was phenomenal. Without a doubt, and uh, I love Miss Vega. She is so bomb, and she's great. Her hair, her her Karana is amazing. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I got some news on Miss um, Vega in a minute. 
we'll get to in a minute. Um, and the main event, Tommaso versus Johnny Gargano. If Gargano loses, he's down with NXT. And if he wins, he's back. Uh, amazing, crazy-ass match. These guys just get the fuck. They kill each other from outside the ring. Suplex moving uh, the mat for the concrete. German suplex on the concrete. Tables, everything. This shit was nuts, bro. But I think they, I think it could have been way much better um, than what it was. I think, it, it, you know, they could have used more weapons, I think, like chairs and shit, which they didn't. But nonetheless, the match was great. And this is not just the first one. I guarantee you it's part two coming. I thought this match was really good, too. Um, but, <clears throat> see, it's like this, they presented this match as a blow-off. Okay, this isn't a knock to the match. I thought this match was great. Um, it's going to go down probably when I am doing write-ups for Voices of Wrestling for the end of the year. I'm probably going to be – this match will probably be on my list of top ten matches for the year because it was so good, five stars all the way around. But <clears throat> they absolutely destroyed each other in this match. And I th- I honestly thought that there was more story to having Champa win and having Gargano lose and then go somewhere else. And then, I don't know, it's just with, with Johnny and Tommaso back in the same show, it's like, now what's going to happen? Like, what else can they do that they haven't done yet is what I'm wondering. I don't know. It's just... Spoiler alert. Yeah. And Spoiler like I said, I haven't, read the, I haven't read the spoilers yet, but uh, I will in a bit. But uh, I'm just wondering where they go. I thought there was more of a story if Tommaso would have won. If you don't want to know this NXT sports, folks, you can uh, either listen or listen to the show later or something. Um, but I'm out of sports and shit. So, Gargano, uh, he was coming down and got jumped by Chopper, of course. And I, uh, he's already challenging for the NXT championship against Tommy Yen at the next takeover. Uh, which is already going to happen. Tommy Yen, he accepted. I'm calling Tommy Yen. Allison Black. <laughs> uh, so he accepted. It looked like they're going to face each other, but uh, Tampa jumped him and he had to be taken out of the stretcher. Uh, not sure what's going to happen with that after that. <clears throat> huh? When is the next takeover? June or May? I'm not sure yet. Okay. And it's funny, then uh he jumped him. He had a Johnny Wrestling shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> um What else is uh Zelina Vega is gonna be facing Candace Ray in a match. Good, I've wanted so that. Zelina Vega Vega's getting her in ring debut. Ricochet and Velveteen Dream start a feud. I'm with that. That'll be good. Undisputed Arrow, they're going to be feuding with Birch, 
Pete Dunn and Oni Larkin. Interesting. And finally, Oni Larkin and Birch getting some fucking love, right? Yep, they deserve it too because they're both workhorses. My girl Bianca Belair, I'm not telling you results like who's winning, folks. Bianca Belair will be having a match with Candice LeRae. Bianca Belair is the future, by the way, folks. Uh, I think it's yeah, uh, she War, is. War she's really good. War, War, War Machine will be in action too. They'll be jobbing somebody out. They're not called War Machine anymore, but I think their new name is dumb. I can't even remember what it is off the top of my head. What was that? Um... Not a huge fan of War Machine's new uh, team, new tag name. War Raiders. Yeah, War Raiders. How you feel about that? You not digging it? No, I'm not. Um, it sounds like they should be painted up and like come come to the ring with axes, like the freaking uh, Bludgeon Brothers. But I don't know. Just I'm not feeling it. I'm glad that they're in NXT. But I just don't like the name of the team. I feel you. They still got the same look, by the way. Yeah. Which is cool. And moving on um, from NXT to WrestleMania. Uh, we have... Let's talk about the pre-show real quick. Uh, the ladies had their battle royal. And uh, the last two looked like it was Sasha Banks and Bailey. By the way, before I talk about that, some NXT girls show up. Uh, Peyton Royce is in there. Uh, you have Bianca Belair. Uh, Dakota was in there. Uh, that's maybe the three I can remember. Up top right. Oh, yeah. Kyrie Sane was in there, too. And yeah, two other girls that I'm really not too familiar with. But one of them I know was in the uh, May Young Classic. Um. But uh, it looks like it looked like it was Sasha and um, Bailey the last two, and it looked like they were gonna shake hands. But Bailey said, "Fuck that!" She threw out Sasha, and then she looks back. Naomi comes in, and Naomi kicks her out. Um, not sure what's next for those two. I think hurry up, one of them turn fully heel so we can just get the story going because they're just it's like fuck. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to say anything about the women's battle royal and um, the story. Well, I know that a lot of people were complaining that Bailey and Sasha didn't have their own individual match at WrestleMania, but at least WWE was smart enough to have them be the last two. Or not the last two, but um, they had them be some of the last people eliminated, which gave them a spotlight and they were able to do something with that feud because yeah, they should have had a singles match at Mania, but they didn't need it. There was already a million matches on the show. And when that happens, it's 
just not going to happen the way that we want it sometimes. So I thought what they did was fine. And now they'll feud going forward on the next pay-per-view. How about that spot that my girl Bianca Belair did? Yeah, that was killer. Yeah. She she's insanely good. I'm telling people she's the future. Yeah. She's insanely good. Someone I will not mention on the show told me about her a couple years ago. And I'm glad that she's in NXT now. Because she someone deserves to be and I hope Hmm? You said someone what? Someone told me, made me aware of who she was. Um, and you I'm glad that they did. No, I'm not. Is it a bad thing? or? Uh, no, I just don't care to mention the person's name. <laughs> the true guy? It's someone, from, <laughs> it's someone from a former podcast I was on. So, true? Uh, maybe. False. <laughs> Is is that true? <laughs> yes, it is, but I wasn't going to go there. You did it. <laughs> Shout out to True God. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. Um, but, yeah, um, that was the Women's Battle Royal. And, of course, the Andre Giant Memorial. Uh, who won? <laughs> I really forgot. Who, oh, Matt won, Hardy. Who won the? Oh, yeah, Matt Hardy. Yeah, yeah and Matt uh, uh, Hardy. Uh, Bray Wyatt him. How weird is that? That is weird, but uh, we'll see where that goes. I don't know. I'm not. I could give two fucks about. Uh, Bray Wyatt, I really don't care. Like he, he needs to just go away. Like they're Not never gonna do anything with him. They're trying to get people to give a fuck about him. It's never gonna happen. I'm sorry. It's just it ain't gonna happen. Moving on. From that cruiserweight match, Mustafa Ali versus Cedric Alexander. Winner is the cruiserweight champ. And what hell of a match! One match I need to go back and watch because at the at the time I was trying to fix my TV and everything, get everything going before the Mania party started. So, uh, otherwise everything was good. Yeah, uh, your new winner really good. Cedric wins the championship as you predicted. Yep. But I would have been fine with either guy winning, but I thought this match was really good. I wish it was on the main show, but Cedric was able to get some shine and he deserved the moment. So I'm happy for him. So, 
Moving on to WrestleMania, we open up with the triple threat match, what I thought was the best match of the night, in my opinion. And I'm going to stick to my gun. Uh, what a hell of a match. Uh, Got to give it up for guys like The Miz, who's been stepping his game up so much. Also, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, and new Victor Continental Champion in Grand Slam. God, now he's part of the Grand Slam. Seth Rollins, how about that? How'd you feel about he was part of the Grand Slam before five. he won the Intercontinental title, but now he's won every single title he can, I think. Except but, the universe, uh, oh yeah, except for the that title, but and he'll probably get that, but um, I'm happy for him. Um, it's a step down, though, so it's like whatever. Because I don't, I don't look at the Intercontinental Title like I used to, like back in like the '80s and the early '90s. It's like you would look at the Intercontinental Title. Someone loses it, or someone gets it, and they have a good run with it, and then they lose it, and they're going to go for the World Title. It's like, well, now they've got too many titles in the first place, and they've got a U.S. Title and a Intercontinental title, and then the two world titles is just—it's too much. It really is. And to me, if you ask me, I feel like that belt is very important now. I—I I don't think it is. Like I—I I I think am, it is, but I, I don't think it was what it. I don't think it is what it used to be. I definitely enjoy the the whole scene. You know, that's just me. Fair enough. It's just I have no issue with the title. I just think there's too many belts, and that's the problem that we were going to get with this brand split. But that's another story for another day. Moving on, next match: Oscar versus the women's champion Charlotte. One hell of a fucking match. How about that fucking move that Charlotte? did to Oscar when they're on the ropes and they did the flip. That's like a move you will see a guy like um fucking Mufasa Ali do or fucking Kalisto do or some shit. That shit was fire. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah I do. Um that move Charlotte's really, really good. And for her to pull something off or off like that is amazing. Like she's come such a long way. In a short period of time. And Charlotte gets the win. How, what's your thoughts? Uh, um, I kind of saw this coming because four years ago in the same arena, the Undertaker streak died. He went 21-1 and after he lost to Brock Lesnar. And after this match was over, I tweeted, New Orleans where streaks go to die. Um, because I had a feeling that this was where they were going to go with it. Um, a lot of people were pissed off that Charlotte was the one to end the streak. I don't mind the streak getting ended um, because it's better to do it now than later. Uh, do it as fast as you can. Get it over with. Get her loss over with. That way oh, yeah. it's not going to be such I'm a burden of – 
we have this streak. Can I say something? I was gonna say this. I yeah. feel like a lot of people beat the chill. Let let her take a L. You know why I'm saying this? Because she's been in the WWE for a long time, and this is her first loss. People need to stop crying like babies. Yeah. They. She got her first loss, you know. It's not the end of the fucking world. You know, it's not like it's not like she was been treated like you know a bum. They gave her the night off. She she wasn't on Monday Night Raw. Most likely she'll go to SmackDown. I think so. Maybe. But yeah, I'm we'll fine. see. Um, I am too. Uh, as long as they handle it right in the long run, but I think they will. After those two matches, uh, I think everything was cool. But I think the crowd kind of got tired a little bit. I mean, I think the crowd was still into this match, but they didn't like what they saw at the end. Bobby Roode, Rusev, Aiden English, Randy Orton, Jinder Mahal, the U.S. title. I thought the match was okay. It was what it was. Um, Rusev was super over as usual. Uh, looked like Russo was about to get the win after the Moscow kick to, I believe, Jinder Mahal. And then Randy Orton comes out of nowhere, throws him out the ring. And I believe one of the scene brothers got involved. And then Jinder. Sunil. Actually, I don't think he even got involved. I don't think Randy got pinned. Bobby Roode got pinned. Yeah. So they protected Russo, protected Orton, Russo, Orton, and Jinder got the win. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you want the SmackDown, we have a number one contender, and that will be Randy Orton. What the fuck? Why? Nobody gives a shit. Russo, Bob, and now they're going to have a match. You know what's funny, though? Okay, last year... Jinder faced Randy at Backlash for the WWE title, and he beat him. And now they're facing again for the WWE title at Backlash. Um, I just kind I just kind of find that funny, and it's for a different title. But yeah, so at least it won't be the main event. But it's just it's kind of weird if you think about it. Yeah, I hope Bruce will get involved in this match. But there's, in a way, yeah. I felt like I thought they were going to start the feud with Rusev and Gender, by the sounds of it, but I guess not. I still don't understand why Rusev didn't win this, but. Rusev just to me, it was anybody but Mahal. I see Rusev and Lana on Lana's uh, stories. Lana looking hot as fuck as always. Um. They're out there living life right now, so I'm not mad. Do you do your thing? I think they're I think they're about to have a movie or something. Mm. Moving on, the next matchup, the WrestleMania, the game Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Wow. Ronda Rousey definitely showed the world people. I can wrestle a little bit. Still a little green, but I'm okay. I'm better than fucking Cena Baszler. The girl did great. Yeah. Um, 
Stephanie, I don't know Stephanie how that happened. Stephanie played her role well as the heel, going to always go on the other side, make sure Ronda doesn't get the tag, and runs back. Uh, Stephanie played well, a great part doing that. Kudos to Steph. Her and Triple H, hell of an entrance, by the way. Um, for that, uh, there was even some moments where Stephanie and Kurt Angle were you know, going at it, uh, at Triple H and Ronda going at it, a little intergender type, uh, halfway type through of the deal where we have got, I was digging it in a WWE. Halfway era. through the match, they decided to say, fuck the mixed tag rules, and then they went inter- intergender, which I didn't mind because it made the match more intriguing. Um, this is the longest match on the show, and I thought this was the best match on the show. Very, very entertaining. I thought Ronda did a great job. Like, I was, I'm not a fan of hers personally, um, but I wasn't going to sit there and be like, oh, I want her to fail. Because I, I would never want someone to get up on the big stage and or wrestling in general, even on the small show, and fail. Because um, it's a rotten thing to do. But I didn't expect her to do this good. And she impressed the hell out of me and I she's not great like you said she's kind of green which this was her first match so that's to be expected but if this was her first match and this was her first effort I thought she did a great job for what it was and I think that she will get better with time for without this was also the longest match on the show You know, they said Triple H has always always has the longest matches. Um and every WrestleMania he wrestles it. Which is crazy. Yeah, well and this this match was only the longest match on the show by twenty seconds, by the way, because AJ Shinsuke was twenty seconds shorter than this one. <laughs> Moving on. New Day versus versus Bludger Brother. This match was kind of disappointing from what I thought we were gonna expect to get. And new champion is the Blizzard Brothers. Really um, yeah, um, there, there wasn't much to say about this match, but uh, I'm glad that the Bludgeon Brothers are the champions because they should have been the champions back when the Wyatt family was still a thing. I said that when they won. Um, what was I going to say? Um, on SmackDown, Usos and New Day had their uh, probably their last time having a match together in, the, in the, uh, for for a while, and the Usos won, so they'll be going against the Bludgeon Brothers, bringing up an old rival that they used to have, and the Usos used to wear pink, and the Wyatt family was the Wyatt family. Yeah, that should be good. Moving on to the next match. John Cena calls up Taker. Seems like Taker's not coming out. But then Elias does his thing. And Elias comes in the ring, does his thing. He talks shit about Cena. Cena comes in. Attitude adjustment. When you leaving. 
out of nowhere, lights go out, thunder in the rain, take your gear, shows up, then lights go out, turn back on, the, the gear is gone, and then take her comes down and enter the rain. What a quick fucking match. John Cena jobs out Undertaker real quick. I don't think Taker even got hit in the face. Nothing. Yeah. Um, his entrance was definitely longer than this match. Uh, <clears throat> they were they were talking about that this was just going to be a segment and that this was supposed to lead to something bigger and better for them. Um, and that must have got scrapped because I don't think they were originally planning on doing the match at the sh- at WrestleMania, but they did, and it's over. And now it's like, where does Cena go? Um, Undertaker's obviously going to be gone now for another year, and let's, until he decides to come back for another WrestleMania. That is um, I'm glad that Taker that did show true. up. Or wait. Yeah, you're right, because at the Greatest Royal Rumble, he's going to be wrestling uh, Rusev. Rusev, um, Which will be really weird to see, because I never thought I'd get that match. But, um, yeah, I'm glad The Undertaker showed up. I'm glad that Undertaker made John Cena's bitch, because John Cena had been calling him out for a month, and if Undertaker didn't show up, it would make him look stupid. So... I'm glad he showed up. He killed him. The match was quick, and it was what it needed to be. Where? Um. Um, yeah, Moscow, he said, bury me slow, brother. Yeah. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. Moving on from that, what else happened? Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami and Kevin come from behind once Daniel and Shane are already in the ring. They beat up Daniel where they, they look like they're about to take him out from the stretcher. Shane cuts to Russell. I kind of didn't like this match. I really didn't give a fuck, honestly. Uh, Shane McMahon against two guys is kind of whatever. Then Brian comes back to his, you know, comeback moves. Of course, um, Sammy and Shane get the win. Now, Kale and, Sam, Kale and Sammy, uh, they get fired from SmackDown. Moving up from that. Talk about Raw. They showed up at Raw, had a match, and they both were on the ground. Captain Ten, so what to see what happens with that leading on uh, to next week, hopefully. Yeah, we shall see. This match was okay. Um, the highlight was obviously Daniel Bryan. I'm glad to see him back uh, since it took him four years to get there. Um, well, actually, no, three years to get there because he he was around for WrestleMania 31, but then retired short shortly after that. So I'm glad that he's 
back in the ring. I'm glad he's healthy and can do what he can do, and we'll see what they do with him going forward. I hope they keep Daniel on SmackDown, though, because that's going to be the show to watch if they do. I just don't want him anywhere near the authority, and I don't want them to rehash that whole thing. Yeah, me neither. Moving on from that. Also, the next match, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Nia Jax beat the dog shit out of Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss had a few offensive moves. I liked when she did her old finisher on Nia outside the ring. Pretty, pretty dope. She didn't get dropped up too bad. She definitely has some offense. Uh, Nia Jax is the win, of course, with the one, two, three new Raw Women's Champ. No problems here. I'm pretty sure Nate can um, agree with me. And ladies and gentlemen, hold that thought. He is on the show, which I am super surprised. Uh, yeah, my guy, my dog. Tom, what's up, baby? What's going on, fellas? Thought I would just uh, quickly jump on. Can't be on too long, but I thought I would say what's up. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually out here on the West Coast. I'm out uh, here in Oregon visiting uh, some family. So now I know what West Coast time feels like. I'm I'm all <laughs> out of whack. <laughs> I am all out of whack right now. But um, it's, uh, it's good to be on the West Coast. And uh, just thought I would call up and say what's going on and and what a uh, what a weekend it was what a like past 5 or 6 days we've been having for for pro wrestling like it's been it's been really fun just to see you know everybody kind of like coming together and like from blood sport up until smackdown tonight i didn't get to see smackdown tonight cuz like i said i've been visiting family out here in the west coast so i haven't been able to catch smackdown but like i saw that page is the new gm of Smackdown, which is really cool, and we had AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. Like 2018 is such a weird year, but um, it's definitely like I said, the past five or six days have been so much. I, I think so much positivity for the wrestling scene, and it's been it's been a lot of fun to just kind of you know been on Twitter and see everybody, you know, kind of just like tweeting out WrestleMania and TakeOver and Joey Janela Spring Break and Bloodsport and Evolve and Progress and all that stuff. And it's been, it's been really fun. And, you know, today is, you know, I, I, I've been kind of retweeting things on my Twitter because that's all I kind of have is Wi-Fi right now. I, I, I haven't been watching any, any sort of TV, but like, you know, today is the anniversary, you know, seven years ago, we lost Larry Sweeney. And, you know, it's been a day of kind of reflection. And, you know, Larry Sweeney was such a, was such a larger than life figure in the wrestling scene. And, you know, he uh, brought so much like happiness and joy to people. And I've been retweeting things from like Bryce Remsburg and different people. And it's been such just like a positive last couple of days for people and 
you know, I hope people just like take the time to reflect upon, you know, what's been going on in wrestling and just appreciate what's been, what's been going on. And, you know, you know, sometimes wrestling can be a little bit kind of, you know, either you like this or like that, but whatever you like, you know, just enjoy it, you know? Word, without a doubt. What was your favorite match this uh, past week? Oh, man. I mean, the matches that stand out to me, I mean, I can't just give one, but, I mean, Gargano versus Ciampa, I think everything about that match was, like, great from the in-ring work to the storytelling to everything about that I thought was great. Um, PCL versus Walter, you know, if you follow If 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 you followed me on Twitter, like I was going absolute shit for <laughs> for that match. Like that match PCO, Like PCO is my new just like kind of favorite person to follow, like on the independence and now he's now he's booked versus Matt Riddle uh for a match in New York, which uh maybe I'll maybe I'll get the chance to uh go see, but like that match was so intense and like to see Walter chop the hell out of him to the point where PCO's chest was like, it wasn't like, Oh, it's a little red or it's bleeding. He doesn't it was have like a heart pure, anymore. Yeah. It was it like exploded black. Inside it was, of his chest. <laughs> I know. And me, I know and me and, uh, me and you, Nate, we were like kind of following each other, uh, throughout yeah. Joey Janela's spring break. <laughs> we're, we're both just like going crazy throughout the whole show. So, that show um, that was so crazy. I think all three of us were up. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, Skip, you were following too. my favorite of the weekend. Yeah, and like that show, it's funny because that show ran so long. It went to about 5 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time, and I had I to get up around. I couldn't do the main event. I couldn't do the main event. I was in a yeah, coma caught... by the main event, but I still did it. Yeah, I still I still did the whole thing, and by the time I went to bed, it was like five o'clock in the morning, and I had to get up around eight o'clock. But like, I remember getting up and being like, "Man, that was so worth, you know, getting yeah. little sleep over <laughs> just because it was so much fun." And yeah, like the clusterfuck that happened was a little bit long. Like the clusterfuck wasn't. I think they should have shortened it down, and like Sasuke versus Janela could have been shortened down. But, like, that was still fun, and, you know, like I said, I said this on Twitter. The great Sasuke is an absolute madman. The guy is almost, like, 50 years old, and he is going out there and, like, completely beating himself to shit over, you know, a show on WrestleMania weekend. It was absolutely incredible to see, and, like, him and Janela, I thought, had such, like, a fun, fun match, and it was, like, it was so fun to see, and once again, I have to point out that uh, Joey Janela punning, uh, punching Frank the Clown was once again a highlight of the weekend. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you if you guy. if you didn't, yeah. So if you didn't see that, then uh, definitely, like I said, everybody should go check out Joey Janela Spring Break too. It was such a fun show, and I know uh, me and you skits we were talking about it because we were like, man, Eli Everfly going over on the. Uh, uh, on the six man match on the opening match. And it was like, it was just so fun to see. And the finishing uh, maneuver was, you know, a top rope Canadian underhook destroyer. 
and it was just like, wh- like what is going on? But like I said, Gargano and Ciampa definitely was a match that stood out. Like I said, PCO versus Walter. Um, Almas versus Aleister Black, definitely. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie. You know, I I saw it all weekend and I said it. That, that was Osprey a surprising match to me. Osprey oh yeah, that that, that that definitely that definitely was another one. Will Osprey killed it all weekend. Matt Riddle killed it all weekend. Like, um, I retwe- I retweeted something that was like, man, if you ever needed an advocate for medical marijuana, Matt Riddle is the person because the fact that he was still standing at the end of the weekend is <laughs> is definitely uh is definitely a sign to medical marijuana, but um. What are you, you talking know, about? Suzuki killed him on Thursday, and he just kept wrestling the whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, medically like, dead. Like those, yeah, those matches stood out to me. Um, I'm trying to think what else stood out to what else stood out to me. Um, oh, Austin Aries versus you know Pentagon versus um, Phoenix. That was definitely something, and you know Alberto El Patron no showing. That was like, it was just so hilarious to me because it was just like, I knew like in the in, in the back of my mind that he was going to do it, and the fact that he did it, like I just started dying laughing, and the fact that that those guys went out there and had a great match, and then Impact fires Alberto El Patron after. You know, this is a, only a couple of weeks before their big show where it's uh, Alberto Patron versus Austin Aries. Uh, the fact that they fired him was just like, you know, what the hell are you doing? You know, this is, you know, this is bull crap. So, was that Lucha um, Underground TNA show worth seeing? Yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was fun. You know, there was definitely a couple of matches that were, you know, I, I I think mediocre, but I think there was nothing there was nothing bad on the show. You know, there was nothing that was kind of like oh, I'm gonna like turn this off. But it's not, I, yeah. I I thought the overall show was really well done. The fact that they streamed it on I was Twitch. a fan of. Uh, it was a match. Um, I think it was a uh, Phoenix and was it Drago and. Who was it? Uh, I just know they. Fuck, I can't remember which luchadors they were. Uh, but I know one of them is King Quento was in there. Uh, they they had a great match. Uh, yeah, I think but it was, it was definitely a six-man tag. It was it was it was. I think it was Andrew Everett. Um, I can't remember who else was in it because it was so many days ago, but. Like that whole stream was fun because, like I said, it was on Twitch TV and there was people like co-streaming it, so they were like doing commentary while doing it. And the fact that like Impact Wrestling was like putting over like streamers that were doing it, I think was like such a big, I think such a big deal. But yeah, I thought I thought that show was fun. Um, you know. Um, Daisuke Sakamoto uh, appearing on Kaiju Big Battle was a ton of fun. I didn't see uh, that. Yeah. I should probably go back and watch that one, but 
Yeah, it was. I watched it was, probably thirty hours of wrestling in the last five, or since, from Thursday to like Sunday. Uh, and and I'm still in like the that's the one show that I didn't watch, but uh, might have to go back and watch that one. Yeah, that's why I was I was staying up for Kaiju Big Battle on on Saturday, and it was uh, it was listen, it was a lot of wrestling to watch. Like I said, between did anybody uh, else besides I'm, me? Watch lit up from Beyond Wrestling. I watched a little bit of I watched, it. I couldn't. I couldn't finish the whole thing, but I, I I saw a little bit of it. You know, there wasn't a big crowd for lit up, which I think was understandable. I, I but like I said, if you look at how Joey Janela Spring Break, like thousands of people, lit up had like hundreds. Yeah, I wasn't planning on watching that show, but I was like, well, I'm up. I might as well. So let's watch my third wrestling show of the day. So that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I, I'm i not a huge fan of intergender wrestling, but I like that show a lot for whatever reason because it was something different. I'm not yeah. a great There's not a great wrestlers on it. Yeah, there yeah. definitely was. Yeah, the stuff that I saw was a lot of fun and – um. I, I like I said I caught like the beginning of it, missed the middle, caught the end of it. Uh, I think Beyond Wrestling did a did a really good job with that. And like I said, you know my favorite shows, Takeover was easily I think the best show of the weekend. You know, Joey Janela's Spring Break was close behind. Um, I liked Bloodsport a lot. I thought that was a really kind of unique thing. Um, the Progress shows and the WWN Super shows are really good. Of all was kind of eh, hit or miss with some points. Um, the only show that I watched was Evolve 102. And the first, like, from my experience, the f- first couple matches were really, really good. And then it kind of went, like, not, like, terribly downhill. But it the first half of the show was definitely better than the second half of the show. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was a little bit tough, but... Um, like I said, overall, like, you know, I, I, I see people tweeting about, you know, WrestleMania. I thought WrestleMania was was okay. <clears throat> First of all, it's way too long, you know. Yeah. Amen to that. We, we, we talked about this last year, how WrestleMania is so long, and – you know, it's six, seven hours of, of watching wrestling. So, like, by the time you get halfway through the show, you're already kind of done with it. Um, you know, I like the Cruiserweight match. I thought that was really well done. Like I said, I, I, ta- I said that the Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon match, that was the match of the night. Rousey surprised me, you know, completely. I thought that she did so well, and I think she's going to transition so well into, you know, this wrestling role, kind of like the new Brock Lesnar role. Um, I thought that was really well. Um, but, you know, the main event, I'm, I'm watching the main event, and it's just, it's just going downhill. Like I said, you know, the fans are shitting on it. I wasn't into it. It was just like before you, you know, after like after like the third or fourth F five that Brock Lesnar gave Roman Reigns, I'm just like Jesus Christ! Like, 
Roman Reigns better win this, and then Roman Reigns doesn't doesn't win the match, and it's just like, what are they doing? We're, it's just like, what are they doing? And then they're doing yeah, it was very weird. And then they're doing this um, rematch at uh, you know the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, where you know they figure fans are going to cheer Roman Reigns, and it's just like it it, it it's so unbelievably stupid. You know, like I said, what they did with that main event, and I, you know, before before I head out, that AJ Styles Nakamura match completely underwhelming and disappointing. I thought that that was going to be so much better than it, it was. Like that was that, that, uh, me, that's the match that we're on. That was the match that we were just about to discuss. Yeah, that to me, that match, and you guys are going to go more in depth with it. But that match to me was the most disappointing match of the weekend because we expected, like, at least a four-and-a-half, close to five-star match, and, like, it did not even come close to that. And, like, I remember, like, kind of feeling dejected after that match. Like, man, like, if that match didn't deliver, what else is the card going to deliver? So, you know, I I pertain this WrestleMania to – it, it's going to be a WrestleMania that people remember for Ronda Rousey, and that's really it. Other than that, there wasn't a lot on the show that people are going to, like, really remember, and in that it was Daniel Bryan's comeback. Other than that, people uh, aren't really going to remember Charlie, this Charlotte and Asta and the Triple Threat. Yeah, that, that actually – that, that was really good. I'm surprised that Asuka lost because – when we did the prediction show, I predicted that she was going to win. I was surprised that she lost. I think but, I was the only one that said Charlotte was going to win. Yeah, and Charlotte, uh, yeah, Charlotte ended up winning. And like I said, WrestleMania, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad WrestleMania. It wasn't a great WrestleMania. It was one of those WrestleManias that was in between a lot of questionable finishes. And a lot of things that you're just kind of like, huh, wonder why they, you know, went that direction. But I'm not mad that, that Charlotte won. I'm fine with it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was, like, shocked. I was shocked. I wasn't, like, mad. But I was just kind of like, oh, they're going to kind of go with that. But, um, yeah, that's actually all I thought uh, I got for, for my thoughts. I actually have to uh, head out. Uh, for the night, but uh, thank you guys for letting me come on for a little bit. I will definitely uh, try to uh, come on next week. You can come on anytime. You already know this. Yeah, you're family. Tell the folks where you, uh, that they can find you. That you guys can follow me on Twitter at uh, to tweet me. Follow me on there. Of course, I'll give you a follow back, but uh. Sorry, I couldn't stay for the whole show. Um, like I said, follow me on Twitter. Give you a follow back. Uh, you guys have a great rest of the show. I know you guys are going to definitely uh, hold it down, and uh, I'm sure there's going to be so much more to talk about uh, next week as we uh, kind of get back into normalcy. But uh, thanks for letting me kind of hop on for a little bit, give, give some quick thoughts, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, brother. Peace out, brother.
All right, peace out, brother. That was Tom, folks. You guys already know him. Day one here on WH Radio. Uh, he's out. He's at right now. He's out of town, so uh, can't be on a full show with us. You know, he's on here usually regular on the regular with us if he's not working or anything. But let's go ahead and move on. We were talking about the AJ Styles and Gamora match. Now, this is my thought on it. I'm not mad at all. Because I see what I, me as a fan, I see what they're going to do, what I think they're going to do. You know, they didn't do, they didn't give us what we were expecting. They gave us a little bit. I thought it was cool. It wasn't a trash match or anything. Um, but I, what I think what we're going to get is a a few matches with them as we see Shinsuke Nakamura turn heel. And those matches will be the ones that we'll be talking about later on. I don't know if you agree with me, but this is what I see. <clears throat> um, no, I don't, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I don't think, aside from Shinsuke Nakamura's debut match in NXT with Sami Zayn, he hasn't been motivated at all. Um, I feel he, like this, I feel like the third is definitely motivating him. He he looks like he's he, enjoying himself. I would disagree. He, he to me, it's like he's he's wrestling in front of two hundred or two thousand people or however many people in a Corgan Hall house show, like between like Wrestle Kingdom and the next big show, where he just doesn't give a fuck. Um, we'll have to see. He's clearly going. He's clearly going through the motions, and it's just it's not good because we know I, I know that he's capable of so much more. I think I think I'm about to disagree with you, and I think what I said. I think we are going to get the AJ Styles. Um, it's going to come more a match that we're looking for. It's going to come. I think we just got to wait until these. I'm pretty sure they'll have two more matches. Two more singles matches at a pay review, and eventually it should have happened at WrestleMania. Though, that's all I'm saying, because that's true. WrestleMania is the biggest show of the year. Like, if you can't have your best match with somebody when you've already had a killer match with them a couple of years ago in Japan in a different, co- I know it's a different co- company. They're probably given more le- leeway over there than they are in the WWE. But they were given time. They were given about 20 minutes to tell a decent story, and they just couldn't do it for whatever reason. Um, and it's just the match just wasn't good. And if you can't have a great match on WrestleMania, then you're not going to have a good match at Backlash or whatever. Or you might, but no one's going to care. The big match, the best match that you have should happen at WrestleMania because that's where it matters your biggest payday that's where the most eyes are on your on the show that's where most people are seeing you do what you do you're in the biggest arenas possible that's where you should have your best matches and this just was not it Hmm. we shall see we shall see what happens I'm indifferent. 
And I think we'll get something good out of these guys. That's just me. We'll see. Definitely disappointed uh, that they didn't deliver what they should have delivered. But uh, like I said, we got more matches left. And the heel turn was definitely great, in my opinion. We don't have to talk about the Definitely. I love the heel turn. We don't have to talk about the main events where he talked about it. So get some raw after Mania. Start off with Nia Jax. You want to talk about the Braun Strowman match quick? Forgot about that. Um, It was a four-minute long match. Braun basically plucked a fan out of the, um, the crowd. His name was Nicholas. And Braun and Nicholas won the tag titles, and then, well, we'll get to it later, but uh, they defeated Cesaro Cesaro and Sheamus, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty much what it was, but uh, that was WrestleMania. Yeah, not too much to say about that. Next night they relinquish the titles. Uh, yeah. Um. But let's go and talk about Raw Mania. Start off with Nia Jax coming down. Uh, she was going to a, a mystery tag team partner, and in the bit Ember Moon, Ember Moon makes her debut finally, and what a debut! It looked like Nia Jax didn't really do anything in the ring. She just tagged Ember to do all the, all the work. Ember showcased herself and dog uh, fucking Alexa Bliss. So maybe we'll get an Ember Moon Alexa Bliss feud after Nia Jax and uh, Alexa gets her rematch. I'd be down for that. Um I think they could do some great stuff together. Uh, We've never seen them wrestle. Well, at least I haven't, to my knowledge. I don't think they ever have because they were in NXT in two different times. But uh, they're both great, and I think they could put on some great matches. Without a doubt. Also, making his return to the WWE, Jeff Hardy. Returns back as teamed up with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins to go against The Miz and uh, Bo Dallas and Kurt, Kurt uh, Curtis Axel. Uh, and Bobby Lashley makes a return also as who did he fucking job out? I forgot. Whoever he beat up, I think it was Elias. Beat up Elias. So uh, Bobby. Lastly, is back and ready to go. I can't remember off the top of my head. Like, my brain is fried because I've watched so much wrestling. Oh, no. I, he It was a lot. Okay. Bobby Lashley uh, back, back in the WWE. And moving on from that, what else happened on Raw that was big? And that's it, I think. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Raw, the Raw uh, we have one more thing. was one more kind thing. of a letdown. One more debut. We have one more debut. Arthur's of Pain. They uh, beat up Rhino and Heath Flair to basically enter the tag team little tournament going on. So, 
And then, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but they kind of uh, ditched Paul Ellering at the um, top of the ramp. So we'll see what goes on with that, if he's going to be with them going forward. He is in his 60s, so I don't know if he wants to be on the road full time. But, uh, um, and it's, I've been hearing a lot of debate, and I've been getting into a lot of debate. I've said it for a while. I don't think that the authors of pain need Paul Ellering, I don't think he was doing them any favors. And hopefully the Authors of Pain, I mean, they're main roster ready. They've had some great matches in NXT, especially at the takeovers. And we'll see what they can do on the main roster. I just hope that if they have to talk, that they'll be able to. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, but the crowd was definitely great. Um, n- 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 I don't have to say anything about what the crowd that the crowd was on. Uh, SmackDown, we had a few um, surprises. Uh, forgot to say, Paige also she retired on Raw. Um. Finally... Yeah, um, in the exact same arena where she made her debut, uh, because it was four years, well, it was a Raw after WrestleMania 30 where she made her debut inside the Smoothie King Center, so I think that was, it sucks that she has to retire, but I think that was great continuity, that she was able to make her Raw debut and retire in the same venue. Yeah. It's sad, you know, to see one of my favorite women's wrestlers go at the WWE because I feel like, you know, if she never got hurt again, she definitely would have got a major, a major push. Uh, well, but that's like, the thing though, like she had like, scoliosis, and when you have that, like you should, like props to her for even wrestling because that's something you shouldn't even be able to wrestle with. So she was on borrowed time anyway. It looked like she got hurt in that one that match when Sasha. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because Sasha's uh, reckless so as yeah. fuck. But the next night on SmackDown, she is announced as the new SmackDown general manager. I, how'd you feel about that? I was cool with it. Um, I'm fine with it. Uh, they announced that uh, Daniel Bryan couldn't be the general manager anymore. Or he resigned as a general manager because he's now actively competing. And um, now Paige is a new general manager. It's interesting to really examine, like, if you think of, like, Daniel Bryan and where his career went and Paige where her, her career went, it's like her career and Daniel Bryan's careers really parallel each other. And she even said it. She said, maybe. Never know. Hopefully, one day I can return. I don't think. I mean, if Daniel Bryan can get cleared, never say never. But in her case, I don't know. She's young still, so we'll see. But with her scoliosis and everything, it's just, I don't think it's a good idea. 
True. Moving on. SmackDown, some of the things that happened was Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles was announced her first match that she announced. We'll get to that in a minute. I just know I lost my shit. Uh, Hayden Royce and fucking Billy Kay make their debut, and boy, do they make an impact. Get it? Impact? No. <laughs> uh. These girls, the company uh, they were I, I thought they both did great on the mic. Uh, they did better, no diss to Carmelo. They did way better than Car- Carmelo. When Carmelo made her debut, and she was on the mic, she did terrible. But these two were very comfortable, and they did great. And they're going to be on the main roster for sure. Um, they basically told Charlotte, uh, you say, you know, you want somebody to take that title off you, we'll take it off you. And they jump her and beat the shit out of Charlotte. I mean, beat the dog shit out of Charlotte. I've never seen a female, uh, me, a women's wrestler get their ass beat like that on WWE TV in a while. Like, by Yeah. Yeah, neither, neither so have I. They beat her ass so bad where it was hard for her to get back in the ring. They finally got back in the ring. And then Carmella comes down and she cashes in the money in the bank. What pissed me off was the ref kept asking her, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" She's like, I, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." Okay, I'm gonna I was I'm like, gonna go on a rant for a second. Why does it take so goddamn long for someone to cash in a fucking briefcase every time? Like, and this one was way worse. Like, are you sure? Yeah, it's like just cash the fucking thing in. She's cashing it in. Let her cash it in. Ring the bell. Start the match so she can pin her. It's like it makes the person cashing in look like a moron. And Carmella was freaking out at the referee the whole time. It's like, what are you guys doing? It happens every time. Like if they're gonna tease a cash in, sure, I understand that. But like, don't actually do that when they're really gonna do the cash in. It's so dumb. And people like the announcer announcing that the person's cashing in makes the person that they're cashing in against aware that it's happening. So it's like the whole thing is contrived and stupid and it was a cool concept when it started. It needs to go away now. Like they've done everything they can with a money in the bank briefcase. It needs to just go away because it's always the same thing. The referee never rings the bell and it's just dumb. I'm fine with it, but the referees need to be faster. Yeah, but they're they're not, and it's that's what kills it. A little too long. Like when Edge cashed in, when they raised up the chamber and Vince McMahon came out and all that, it's like they didn't take long for – I think it was Mike Yoda didn't take long for the bell to ring. It's like now modern-day cash-ins take forever. Like even – the Money in the Bank briefcase that Dolph Ziggler cashed in the night after WrestleMania when he beat Del, Del Rio, um, that didn't take that long. It's like, why do they take so long now? It makes everybody well, involved look like an idiot. Like I think that she's a heel, too. I, I don't know. Anyways, Carmelo Caster, congratulations. She deserves it. Definitely happy for her. She was hyped. I was hyped. 
that's my girl. Um, I'm glad that she cashed in and won because she needed to. A lot of people were saying that she was going to cash in at Mania and probably lose. And if she did cash in at Mania, she would have most likely. But I'm glad she saved she saved it for the SmackDown after Mania because it gave like the Raw after Mania has this big hype around it, and I believe this is the first time where SmackDown was on Tuesday after WrestleMania. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe it was the second. second. Yeah. Okay. But they're trying to make the SmackDown after Mania just as important as the Raw after Mania, and this is one of the the ways that you do that. Have a cash-in on SmackDown, and I thought it was a perfect way to do it, and I personally enjoyed SmackDown better than Raw, which is usually the case, but even more so this week. I mean, when I say that, when I say that, um, she was hyped. She was hyped. She was singing her song and everything. She was too hyped. Like, you feel me? Yeah. Definitely. She was so hyped. And moving on from that, I think that's all the stuff that we have. There's no other debuts, but uh, uh, I forgot to say, No Way Jose made a debut on Raw too, that nobody cared about. Um, he's gonna be another Adam Rose. Like he's not gonna amount to anything on the main roster. Not a damn thing. Yeah. Gimmicks like that don't don't work in WWE because they don't know how to use them. I think that's it. It is nerves. Talk about the Styles uh, Brian match. I thought the match was great. It's just Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, uh, I thought that match was really good um, until well, yeah, until Nakamura got involved. But they're obviously telling a story with it. Um, yeah, great way for Daniel Bryan to come back. His first match on TV in three years and or four years, and that's what we got. So I'm happy for it, and I'm happy to see Bryan back in the ring where he belongs. Um, one quick thing I want to mention, too. I don't know if uh, you're interested, but tonight on NXT TV – um, just real quick, Kyrie Stane defeated Lacey Evans with an insane elbow. And then Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss took on heavy mach- machinery, and the match went to a no contest when uh, War Machine ran in and destroyed both teams. So uh, that was your NXT fallout from New Orleans, um, the follow-up to TakeOver. So you only got two matches, but, um, yeah, that was up. And to 205, uh, what happened with that, um, for folks that are looking that want to know what happened. Uh, the only show that I haven't seen yet, but, yeah, I'm interested in knowing yeah, what happened. I, I haven't seen all the matches, but I can tell you what I know. Uh, I know for sure uh, Kira Tozawa faced Kalisto, and he lost, and I think next week Kalisto, or excuse me, it might be – it's, it's – 
somebody is two of the guys from the uh, Lucia party going against Hideo Tommy and Akira Tozawa, uh in a tag team match, in a tornado tag team match. That match gonna be nuts. Um, nice. And I know they have they had like an interview going on with Cedric and jumping him from behind is uh, NXT's own uh, Wesley Way looking like um, that might be his first challenge maybe possibly yeah I think so yeah um also just to let everybody know I will be at Bar Wrestling tomorrow, which features wrestlers like none other than Tessa Blanchard. She will be there. Also, Brody King will be there. Also, you have Joey Ryan himself. Allie will be there. Byron Saxon. Over here. I'm Byron Saxon, but um <laughs> I was gonna say he's an announcer. <laughs> Why did I say Byron Saxon, Doug? I'm tripping. But Braxton Sutter, excuse me. Um, <laughs> also, uh is going to be there. Scorpio Sky. Moose. And none other than your girl. And that's Johnny Impact's girl. His, his, his wife. Hell yeah. I think I'm missing one person, maybe. Jeff Cobb and um, what's his name? Uh, the other TNA guy. Um, can't uh, remember I don't know. I don't, pay, I don't pay attention to TNA, so I couldn't tell you. I don't even think he's on the card no more. Uh, I thought it was Eli Drake, but I don't think he's on the card no more. But uh, that's what's going on tomorrow. Also... Best of the best is also going down CZW tournament that they do. And Tessa Blanchard is definitely going over there, too. She's all over the place. Tessa will be facing David, uh, David Starr and Peter Avalon in a triple threat match. Also, Ricky Shane Page put the CZW championship on the line against MJF. Joey Gassy against Joey Janela versus Brandon Kirk. Myron Reed versus Trey Miguel versus Zachary Witts. That match will be fire. Matt Riddle will also be in action. Best of the best, guys, this weekend is going down. I think that's about it. Well, are, are we missing anything? 
Uh, I think we pretty much covered it all. Um, yeah. I can't think of anything else. I just want to say one more thing. Joke of the night. Sami Zayn, Kurt Angle coming. Sami Zayn and Kevin coming. Kurt Angle's office. Take over his job. He said, I don't have enough room uh, for our tag team tournament. But TNA's hiring. That's, I lost my mind when he said that. Like, I couldn't believe that he did that. That was amazing. <laughs> Bro, I think everybody lost their mind. But, yeah, um, we'll be back next week with the full team at Wrestling Heads, folks. Follow us. Follow us on Instagram, too. I'll be uh, live streaming and stuff, videos and all that. So, um, You can follow me on Twitter at Highliner5. I'm probably going to end up uh, signing up for Stardom World tomorrow. Um, so I'll have another streaming service that I'll be paying for. But um, watch some women's wrestling from Japan because there's a woman that I discovered this weekend who I want to see more of. So, And she's doing a six-month tour in Japan. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, more wrestling is always a good thing. Watch wrestling. Enjoy it. Um, and take it in for what it is. And if you don't, if there's a show that you're watching and you're not necessarily into it, then find something else that you can watch because there's always something out there for everyone. I do want to mention and one just thing. Because you, I was about to mention next week on uh, Impact, which is a show I usually don't watch in the normal. Phoenix and Penta are going to be on air. They're going to be facing Austin Aries in a triple threat match. I heard about that, so I might actually check that out. But, uh, um, yeah, I'll probably forget about it because it's TNA. And, like, when Taya went over there, I think I wanted to watch TNA just to see her, but it's like, I don't know. It's, I just forget to watch it. Plus, they have me bo- blocked on Twitter because they're petty, but yeah. I think Taya faces uh, Rosemary. But yeah, um, that's about it, folks. Here on Wrestling Heads Radio. We'll be back next week. Peace out. Peace.